for Wednesday, April 29th, 2020. This is, Did You Wash Your Hands? We're a podcast from WABE, answering the questions everyone's asking during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm health reporter Sam Whitehead. Today, many Atlanta restaurants have decided to remain closed, despite permission from Governor Brian Kemp to open their doors. At least one owner says she's skeptical of state officials' guidance that restaurants can reopen without any health risks. I'm really not following too much the authority because I feel like they're not giving it really direct guidance for really what is really happening. Liz Hernandez, owner of Arepa Mia, joins me to discuss what the path to reopening the doors of her Venezuelan restaurants looks like and what toll the pandemic has taken on her business. That's next. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Support for WABE's local coverage on maternal health and mortality comes from Georgia Health Initiative, whose mission is to inspire and promote collective action that advances health equity for all Georgians. Learn more at georgiahealthinitiative.org. This week, restaurants in Georgia were allowed to restart operations after being closed for weeks to stop the spread of the coronavirus. Many are adapting to the new reality by changing their operations to include things like deep cleaning, staff wearing PPE, like masks, and seating for diners spread wide apart. But many restaurants have decided to remain closed for dine-in eating. They say they don't feel they'd be able to keep their customers or their staff safe. One such restaurant is Arepa Mia, which specializes in Venezuelan fare in two locations, one in Atlanta and the other in Avondale Estates. Liz Hernandez is the owner of Arepa Mia and joins me now. Liz, thanks for talking with me today. Thank you, Sam, for having me. So for the uninitiated, um, just tell me a little bit about your restaurant um, and maybe specifically try to hit on the kind of food you serve um, and how many people you employ, how many locations you have. Kind of give me the basics. Arepa Mia, you know, was born in an idea of missing my food from Venezuela uh, I moved here in to the United States in 1998, and I always been around food because my mom and my family always were cooks and chefs. And from the side of my mother, uh, she used to sell uh, these sandwiches called arepas in Venezuela for a living. So since very uh, young age, I was around the kitchen since I was like six, seven years old. I have two locations. The first location was open in the inside the Sudaban Corp Market and back in 2012. And then I opened a second location in Avondale Estate, which is more like a restaurant, restaurant, because it's open for lunch, dinner, and brunch. And uh, in between both locations, I have about 15 employees. 
for the last month, as I understand it, um, a little bit more, both your locations have been closed. They're, they're, they're still closed now, despite the fact that this week restaurants in the state are being allowed to start reopening. Talk to me about this decision to remain closed at this point in time. What was your, your reasoning behind that? Yes. Uh, I mean, it was a hard decision to make when the authority is telling you uh, it's okay for you to open the dining room. I, I just feel unsafe and I wanted to be safe for, for my employees, for my customers and for myself. And that's why I took the decision just to remain closed until I found a way, uh, online orders and people can come in and there's no contact, uh, when they come in. I am taking a big risk and, and of course, uh, it's a big, uh, economically damaged. But I feel like if we don't have any health and we get sick, there's nothing good to fight for. So that was my top priority. And so what has the last month or so been like for you financially? I, I, I can imagine that with, with no business coming in, this has got to be hard. Completely hard. I mean, imagine you having your restaurant, you know, to be productive. And then all of a sudden you drop 100%. You shut down 100%. And you still had, you know, bills coming in like normal, you know, you still have to pay rent, you still have to pay, you know, electricity, all utilities, you know, insurance, you know, payroll. So you have all of that. It's definitely a big impact on your bank account. And thankfully, you know, I have a little saving for in case emergency. Other than that, it's no way that I could probably uh, survive. We're looking forward to already start taking the orders at least you know, for to goes. What does the financial picture really look like for you? How long can you keep your restaurants closed at this point before something, say, bad really happening? We probably can survive, you know, for like two, three more weeks. Luckily, we applied for the PPP loan uh, like three weeks ago. And literally this past Friday, it was approved. So that was a relief for me because with that money is basically paying towards the payroll, which is one of the biggest, most uh, hard expensive in the business, in the restaurant. So uh, on Friday, on Saturday and Sunday, basically I was calling all my employees and telling them, hey, you guys, you know, have a paycheck coming this week. So they were very happy and I told them the plan. And what we were doing about uh, doing the new website with online orders. So they were really happy. And I was super happy to have that relief and that I was part of that minority because tons and tons of restaurants have not yet received that help. So this is the PPP, just to explain for listeners, this is the federal program for uh, small businesses to help pay their employees. What effect has that loan had on your ability to keep employees? And and have you had to let anybody go um, during this pandemic so far? In a very good, fortunate way, I have not let anybody go. Um, I kept all my employees, uh, even the one from Atlanta. And because uh, the way they, since we're so tiny, I kept all of them so far. So, I mean, we're just hoping eventually, you know, when we get back into now that we got this loan, it's definitely huge difference because helped me to flow around these next uh, six weeks, you know, and by then I'm hoping already to be open for the online orders. So that would definitely make a 
big difference. So uh, that was one big deal, you know, for all my employees. So I'm definitely grateful for that, that I don't have to put myself in that situation where I have to sit with them and say, I'm sorry, but, you know, I have to let you go. So that was not my case. And, and how about your, your two locations? Are, are both of those going to be able to weather this storm and remain open? That, unfortunately, is, uh, is probably the biggest impact that I have because I put me in a situation that I have to choose uh, regarding my savings. Uh, those savings only could help to keep and float uh, only one location. So I had to make the decision to close one of them, which is the one in Atlanta, which is the little one, and uh, keep open the Avondale Estate to put all the energy and the little saving that I have towards that one because it could not support both of them. Yeah, unfortunately, that was the one of the biggest uh, sadness moment for me to close the Atlanta location because that's the one that actually helped me through uh, my past 10, 11 years with Arepa Mia. So that was a really hard decision to make, but it was a business decision and it was the only thing that I could do. What do you think the process looks like to actually open your doors back to dine-in customers again? I mean, what what steps are, are you taking to get to that place? I think uh, we uh, have to do the changes where once the time comes to open the dining room, it's definitely not going to be the same. Even though we don't have tables so close to each other, people is not cramped all together. We have a big patio so we can allow diners outside so we're gonna keep the uh what we're doing is we definitely gonna keep working uh all our employees and myself we're gonna wear always mask we gonna we have uh you know the hand washing regularly we have the sanitizers and and cleaning bathrooms doors knobs you know all over the tables each time a customer uses if it gets to the point that we're going to open the dining room we definitely going to take tables out to keep the the distance in between uh diners um i mean that's the the way that i see it's not gonna be uh all back like the normal what it used to be so it's definitely we're gonna lose some tables and some seating but at least eventually we're gonna get to that point it's going to be very very slow very slow do, do you have any, um, just in your mind, any kind of date by which you would like to, to start dine-in again? No, I really don't. Because I'm just uh, like everybody else, just watching this uh, uh, opening for business in the state. Um, and as now, I'm little concerned what's going to happen next three weeks. Because I'm seeing a lot of people, I mean, I just... Two days ago, I went to the store and I saw a lot of people without mask, without glove, and a lot of people that were not respecting, you know, the distance. It was like a regular, normal day, and that was a little scary. Um, so to have it open the diner, I really don't know. I'm just taking one day at a time. As of right now, I am working on setting up uh, the website online orders, and that's a little challenge too. It's not that easy. I was hoping maybe to open in the middle mid of May, maybe a little before that. So that's what I'm hoping. We're definitely working really hard for that. There are a lot of restaurants here in the Atlanta area that have decided to stay closed to dine in. So you're certainly not not alone in this. 
This has me wondering where someone like yourself looks for signals. Who are you looking to hear from? What kind of news are you looking to see? What, what kind of information are you looking to get that tells you this is safe? How do you even start to make this decision about, about reopening? Huh, that's a really good question. Um, the sources where I get that information for me to open and when it's safe, I'm trying to definitely follow very closely the CDC, the data, like how many people are getting, you know, infected by the virus. Uh, is, is it really flattening the line? Is it we're going up? Uh, I mean, that's what I'm doing. Um, I'm trying, I'm really not following too much the authority too many because I feel like they're not giving it really direct guidance for really uh, the truthful what is really happening. But definitely uh, watching the CDC for and the Dr. Uh, Fauci for what they say. And so that's the main uh, source that I'm using. So all over the place about, you know, the, the, the what they're saying, basically. Are you talking to other restaurants too about what 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 they're deciding to do? I I'm following tons of them, and I'm just kind of hearing the same thing. Uh, I definitely, you know, through restaurant uh, association of the restaurants, also uh, through the health department. I mean, we always get an emails. Uh, just recently got an email by the health department, and they send us uh, the guidelines uh, how to open a restaurant, what it's supposed to be. So, yeah, definitely will. Um, I'm keeping myself informed of the, you know, current situation and, and what's happening. It's just like change it by the minute. So by the minute, I'm just keep, you know, watching the news on social media, what restaurants are doing, you know, everything. Yeah, it's just a lot of information to digest. <laughs> Arapamia has been something you've been working on for years and years and years. This is obviously a, a big part of your life. How has all this been for you just kind of personally and, and emotionally to, to go through all this? Oof, emotional has been, you know, uh, it just drained and, and, and very devastating, you know, to see this change in my life. It's been really, really, really hard. Uh, the first two weeks it was so hard I was you know waking up every day and I say oh no this is a dream as a you know side note you know you as a chef and owner of a restaurant especially if you are hands-on you are hardly ever at your house you always at the restaurant when you come home you go straight to take a shower maybe sit a little bit and go sleep get back again the next day and go to work. Uh, this definitely, and the positive side of it is to help me to slow down like 100 miles an hour and just enjoy my house. So by the third week, I was like, relax, get up in the morning, make my coffee, go to my garden, uh, work on recipes, cook, something that you really never do. So this was like, put you in place, hold on, take time, breathe. And that was really nice. It's going to be really hard to get back to the same routine. That's for sure. What is your vision for what, um, you know, the future looks like for, for Arepa Mia? I mean, um, what is your hope for the future? We'll say it that way. 
Yeah, my hope, you know, is so many changes in life, you know, that make you think so many things, you know, what is really your top priorities. As of now, my top priority is keep myself healthy and safe because this is definitely a long run. It's not going to be changing anytime soon. I think I'm going to just take it easy, focus on uh, Arepa Mia, and then if the time comes, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. But I'm not putting anything up there because I really don't know. I'm just now learned just to take one day at a time. That's it. Liz Hernandez is the owner of Arepa Mia. Did You Wash Your Hands is a production of 90.1 WABE Atlanta, where ATL meets NPR. You can reach us with questions, comments, or controversy at washyourhands at wabe.org. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at S. Claude Whitehead. That's S-C-L-A-U-D, Whitehead. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app, where you can also leave us a rating and a review. And you can find more stories on the coronavirus pandemic at wabe.org slash coronavirus. If you haven't recently, now might be a good time to go wash your hands. I'm Sam Whitehead. Thanks for listening. is full of mysteries. Are ghosts real? Is that yogurt expired? Hey, the unknown can be scary, but when you donate to WABE, you know where your money is going. Your gift supports the journalism that keeps you informed and the programs that pull back the curtain on complicated stories. Help us make the world less mysterious. Become a member now. Go online to wabe.org donate and thanks.